Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Tuesday that you blessed us with and uh, just help us, uh, whether people are listening live or listening later, help us to just calm down our spirit to be able to hear from you and um, be encouraged by you, Lord. And uh, again, we thank you in advance for what you have in store for us today, this Tuesday. And we again, thank you for Brad um, and for his wisdom and leadership and just ask your spirit again to speak through Brad uh, words that are going to help encourage us and equip us uh, for today and um, expanding your kingdom, Lord. We love you. Amen. Brad Ewing, good morning, my friend. Good to hear your voice. Thanks. Yeah, good morning to you and to everybody. Uh, um, I, it's, it's nice to feel like we're We've hit summer. I think we're here, cicadas and all. So, oh yeah, no feels doubt. good. <laughs> feels good to be at that point. Um, it, it's funny because um, the passage that I want to read from today is on the heels of the cicadas and the locusts in Egypt with the Israelites. Um, so that's kind of part of the background for it. They just had come out of uh, being delivered from Egypt and in a amazing miraculous way and i read this it's only like five or six verses um that i read and it's been probably a month month and a half ago and it just keeps there's a there's kind of a uh, a cliffhanger punchline that comes at the end that i just wasn't expecting and i'm still working on it i, I would say this morning i'm sort of less scripted than maybe other times that i've been on um, because I have, in some ways I have fewer answers, <laughs> but, um, but I think there's something here that I know God's working on me on. And so I just wanted to share it and we'll see, um, uh, you know, if, if it maybe is meaningful to, to others. Um, Great. so yeah. <clears throat> um, and I, I might have a question or two for you not put you on the spot, Jerry, but just, um, see if you see if some of this resonates, but. Yeah. So, the, so, so this this is Exodus 15, and the setting is literally like they've just come through the Red Sea. Um, now they're in the desert, and they've been del del delivered miraculously. And so it's kind of like now what? Um, so this is Exodus 15, uh, just five, six verses, 22 through 27. Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. And when they came to the oasis of Marah, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Marah, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases that I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. After leaving Mara, the Israelites traveled on to the oasis of Elam, where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there beside the water. So um, I just wanted to, like, 
you know, the, the lots of different ways to read the Bible. Um, but one of the ways is you, you read it and then you observe it. What does it say? And then you kind of get to what does it mean uh, for me? You know, another way is like, what is this telling me about God? What is this telling me about me? So I want to just kind of do a little bit of an observe first. Um, and then I'll share kind of why it was meaningful to me. But um, so, you know, obviously the first thing is they, they come out of the Red Sea, they get to the desert and they come to the oasis um, of Mara, which means bitter. But I have a feeling that it didn't, it wasn't Neymar when they got there. <laughs> it was right. just an oasis. Um, <laughs> you know, they, and they thought, here's water. And they've been, they've been going for three days without water, it says. And when they got there, they found water. Uh, you know, that's, that's what they were after. Uh, but the water was too bitter. Mm. And so they complained. And Moses, their fearless leader, he, he has to decide what to do with this group of people that God's called him to lead. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, uh, he cries out to God for help and the Lord shows him a piece of wood, which isn't necessarily, I mean, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything other than if I were writing a script, yeah, I don't know that I would just think of that. Right. But God uses whatever's there. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Lord answers his pray, prayer in a way that, and God shows him this piece of wood he throws it in the water and all of a sudden the water miraculously is drinkable and is not bitter anymore um, then, then there's this couple of verses where he talks about um, that he gives them a test uh, he uh, he he sets before them a decree as a standard to test their faithfulness. Um, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands, keeping all his decrees, and I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I'm the Lord who heals you. So, you know, this is Old Testament, and there's a lot of, it, it feels like when we read the Old Testament, there's a lot of, if this, then this. You know, yeah. if this and this, and and it feels like in our world, we we oftentimes want that, but it doesn't always or often happen that way. There's principles, you know, if you live like this, um, this will be your life. But our experience isn't always that way. Uh, at least my experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God's blessed me in many ways, but um, so I'm I'm heading into a little bit of application here, but, but, but then you get through that, that, you know, that portion of it. And then this verse 27, it just hit me. It's like, after leaving Mara, the Israelites traveled onto the oasis of Elam, where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees and they camped there beside the water. And I was thinking about how um, kind of amazing it is because almost like a throwaway verse, if you're just reading through Exodus, right. But it's like they're in the desert. I mean, God just delivers them. They're in the desert. They're thirsty. Totally understandable. <laughs> they find an oasis. They think this is God's answer. And it's not what they expected. It wasn't part of their plan. It's bitter water. Yeah. So their response is complain. Yeah. And, and, and Moses um, 
stays close to God, cries out for help, doesn't know what to do. God provides. But then the next, you know, the next place they go is an oasis with 12 springs and 70 palm trees. I mean, he answers Mm -hmm. their prayer even greater way Mm -hmm. with something that they probably didn't even dream to ask for or expect. It seems like it's much, much better than the place that they thought was going to be their answer. And um, it just like struck me like how how similar is my life to that? In other words, um, how, how many times do I have a plan or I think I know how the story's supposed to go and it doesn't go that way. And it feels kind of bitter (laughs) and, uh, tastes kind of bitter. And I, I have a choice to either hang with God, cry out to the Lord the way Moses did or complain about it, whether internally or externally. And be very unsatisfied with what God's put in my path. Mm-hmm. And um, and yet, you know, in the grand plan, um, he's a dad, just like I'm a dad. And he loves to give good things to his kids. Um, mm. and, and so what he has in store for me is probably, you know, 12 springs, not a, just a bitter spring that I'm longing for. Yeah. but then the then the rub is like having the patience to trust him that he does have the grand plan is that do you i mean oh, yeah. do you relate to that at all Jerry? well unfortunately yeah my immaturity my immaturity uh, relates well to that that you know the lord takes you part of the way and gives you it's almost like he it's almost like he gave them that o- oasis to allow them if they chose to to be like introspective and be like oh gosh so this this isn't the end result that I thought, Lord, you were going to take us to, which means that I would be like, Lord, you got to be kidding me. Like you just you you helped us uh, get out of the the oppression of Egypt and led us through the desert. And now all of a sudden you're giving us a bitter. It's yeah, it's, it's almost like the on Christmas, you know, as a kid where you're like, what else am I going to get? Or that's not exactly right. what, it's a gift that you didn't earn or deserve. And I open it up, and instead of being thankful for the gift I have, I start complaining about what I what I want. Oh gosh, yeah, it reveals the selfishness inside me. It's interesting, right? Right, and you know, you know that the minute that they were when they were walking through the Red Sea on dry ground and looking back at the Egyptians that were chasing them and then got to their side and watched the Egyptians get there. You know that they were like, we'll go anywhere. We'll do anything. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, you know, (laughs) I mean, because that's the way I am. It's like, just, it's the foxhole prayer. Like, just get me through this Lord and I will, I won't complain ever again. I won't, you know? And so, and, 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 and what's so interesting is like the next chapter is chapter 16 is the manna and the quail where, you know, okay, they got water, they hung out at the oasis with 12 springs and 70 palm trees, you know, and, and, and then they go, <clears throat> they go a little further and they're hungry. Well, mm-hmm. totally understandable. Again, we all have to eat, but yeah. <clears throat> their response is complaining. And I'm, I know in my heart, my response would likely be initially would be complaining. And my, so the, the goal is to grow in a way where I, have an open hand. I trust the Lord and what he's taking me through, what challenges I have. 
and I trust his plan instead of my plan. His plan is always better than my plan. Yeah. Um, you know, but man, it's like I'm 52 and I just feel like I keep learning this lesson, you know, <laughs> I keep learning this lesson or I, I keep going through it to try to learn lesson. Yeah. So it is, I think it resonated with me because um, I'd say the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks have not been the easiest in just in terms of work and some client stuff that, you know, isn't how I would have written the story and, and I'm drinking some bitter water and it's like, all right, Lord, uh, I'm going to try to be patient. I'm going to try to be faithful. I'm going to try to show up every, every day. I'm going to try to, you know, be Jesus to other people, mm-hmm. but um, kind of ready for the Oasis whenever you're ready to drop it on me. <laughs> so, um, and also, I think that's the challenging part. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say bitter water, still water. It's like, you're about to die, but you can drink some bitter water. Well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just not good. It's, it's just not what my expectations were. And it's just not, yeah, my expectations were it would be this pristine, clear, uh, wonderful water. And so it's not exactly what I wanted, but it's enough to sustain me. And so then I complain about it. I think that's, I think that, I think that's consistent with my, I'm 54, 54 years. I, I think that's consistent. It's like, Lord, help bless me with something that I can stay alive. And then he does. And then you're like, but it doesn't really taste like a good cup of cool. I'm drinking coffee right now. It doesn't taste like a good seltzer water or something. So then you, then, then you, you complain about the provisions. Um, and I don't like when those things are revealed in me, I don't, my first thought isn't, Oh, this is great. This reveals my selfishness at 54. I'm still a selfish, self-centered person. Isn't that wonderful to, to be, <laughs> to, for the Lord to reveal that in me. Right. Right. So I think maybe the takeaway today is um i don't want everybody or myself to leave this thing you know you dummy you're you keep you keep keep complaining you keep but the takeaway is that god provides right he he has a plan god provides and his ideas and his plans are way better than my plans which that's pretty biblical i didn't pull that verse out to read but um but i think um you know, maybe just the ending. I, I, when I was thinking about this, I thought, man, this reminds me of Psalm 23. And so I'm just going to close with Psalm 23 um, and and just think about the ways that God provides in this. So, so the Lord is my shepherd. <clears throat> I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me before or beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My -hmm. cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me Mm -hmm. all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. So that might be, that might be the prayer. I can pray this out, but that might be the prayer for the day. Psalm 23. It just, um, you know, he, he is our shepherd and he is providing and, and going before us. Yep. And for me, Brad, and I appreciate you leading again this morning, but you know, for me, it's, it's count your blessings, Jerry, look at all the, look at all the provisions that God's given you. And, um, he's a, he's a good God, just like you were saying, you know, as a, as a good father, you want to give good things to your children. Um, 
and the Lord wants to give us good things as well. So when he, when it's not exactly what I expected, what, what lesson is, am I supposed to be learning from that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, my friend. Cool. All right. Pray us out. Thank you. Lord, uh, what a, what a lesson it is. And yet, uh, you take us through the times of thirst so that we can rely on you. Pray that we would each turn to you, not away from you when, uh, things don't go as we planned. And even today, uh, help us to be open-handed with our plans and be sensitive to the spirit leading us in ways and directions that we wouldn't have gone, uh, because you have plans for us that we wouldn't have, have chosen. And, but those are better ways. I just pray that that would be true for each one listening right now. Pray all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Well done, Brad. Love you guys. Have a great Tuesday.